and then it's the ones that sort of you can tell want to have a sing but they're too nervous or too shy to get up and have a go and have a sing and they're and then you sort of get them to come up. You finally get them to loosen up and they come up and they actually sing. And then you, and you think, holy dooly, like you should be up here doing what I'm doing, like singing. Like it's, yeah, it's just having that confidence, I reckon. Hey, I'm Taylor and I'm super passionate about helping ambitious souls grow a creative business by living in a regional area. The real, the raw, and the honest is what you'll find here as we talk about the practical tools that will help you uncover your hidden talents, grow your confidence, and live a life of opportunity regardless of your location. I think it's about time the world sees what your dreams are really made of, don't you think? I'm ready if you are, and I'm here to help you every step of the way. Hit subscribe and let's dive in. Welcome to episode 23 of the Hidden Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and I'm really excited to share today's episode with you. I know I say that all the time. I'm very passionate about what I do, but today's episode is actually a little bit different. I'm interviewing someone really important to me and somebody who's actually inspired the Hidden Creative Podcast. You know those people that we have in our lives who we know are incredibly talented, but they don't know it. They're the people who are really creative, who have just this skill that you know that they were born with, but yet they don't do anything with it. Funnily enough, when I say this, you know I'm talking about you, right? Because I know that you're here listening to this and maybe you're not even there. Maybe it happened a little while ago. Maybe it happened in the past for you, but I know at some point in your life, you realized that you had a talent, something that was gifted to you when you were born that you're really good at, that you absolutely love to do, and that scares the hell out of you to actually want to pursue. That is what the Hidden Creative Podcast is all about, and that's where it comes in. The Hidden Creative Podcast is about helping the people who need to recognize their talents. It is about giving confidence to those who aren't yet confident enough to go all in, regardless of where you're at in your journey. If that is the idea stage, if that is the, you know, just starting out or just going into the next level, whatever it is, the world needs what only you can provide. And the Hidden Creative Podcast is about helping you bring your dreams to life and share your gift with others, no matter what. Well, the person that I'm interviewing today is that for me. He inspires me with his courage and his laid back attitude, his depth of emotion that no one else can see on the outside. He is incredibly talented and I mean incredibly talented, which you're going to hear today in the episode. And yet he will stand there and tell you that he just goes with the flow. He is a true hidden creative who for so long shied away from the gift that he was born with, but today he is all in on sharing his passion with the world. As I always say, grab a cuppa and I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey guys, so it's not every day that you get to interview your little brother on a podcast, but here we are. I want to introduce you to the latest household name, Sam Snape. He is a husband and father of four. He lives on a property in a little town called Bogabri and is a solo acoustic artist who has just launched his very first single. Hey, Sambo, how you going? Good, thanks. How you going, Tay? 
I'm going good. Now I have to say up front that I will call you Sambo and I'm sorry, I don't even know if you like it, but it's a little nickname that I started when he was little and it's just stuck. So it's probably going to happen throughout the podcast. Okay. No worries at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I know I have just given you a little introduction, but can you please kick us off with your version of who you are and what you do? Righto. Yeah, my name's Sam Snape. I'm 30 years old. I've got four beautiful children and a beautiful wife, and I live in Bogabri, New South Wales. Um, live on a farm, been out here for quite a few years now, just leasing a property with the in-laws. Yeah, we grow we grow crops and um, stock cattle and sheep. Yeah, like farm sort of wise, and then yeah, in my sort of spare time, I suppose you could call it, I um, play a bit of music. So, Sambo, I know your journey, but the listeners don't. So, can you please tell us where it all began for you in terms of your music? Because I know it didn't just happen overnight. Yeah, right. So, yeah, pretty much when I was a kid, very old, probably not far after I could walk, I just remember going around to my grandma and grandpa's place, and grandpa always had a he had an old piano sitting there. First thing you see as you walked in the in the door, and there was a big piano, and I always always loved just going up to the piano and pressing notes and making sound on it. I thought it was great. Anyway, Grandpa Grandpa thought it was great too and he sort of took the time to be able to half show me a little bit of music. From then on, Grandpa would hum a song and I just happened to pick up what he had hum and I could I could hear the sound I could hear that it sounded the same on the piano as what it would to his voice. Anyway, he always said I had a bit of an ear for music and as the years went on I just continued to like playing music. I got to play um, a bit more sort of complex things instead of just playing Mary Had a Little Lamb or something like that on the piano. I could play um, like for Elise and whatnot, actually from what you might have showed me. Um, and yeah, but the running joke was always anything I could do, you could do better, remember? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, but and then, yeah, further on and um, like started going to school, primary school. I went out to a little town called Mullally. I was... I um, went to school out there, a little public school. There was about 40 kids and out of the 40 of us, there was me and one other, my mate, that really enjoyed playing guitar. We decided we started playing guitar and um, that's pretty much where I started playing the guitar. I had a music, oh, I had one of my teachers out there. She she was, she was sort of knew how to play the guitar so she taught us a bit. Um, and then I started getting a couple of lessons in Gunnedah. I'd drive in there every Monday afternoon and get a lesson playing guitar, and that went on for about three years. And then, yeah, after that, the, teacher, the guitar teacher moved away and I just sort of kept playing playing guitar, just listening things that I could hear, like songs and whatnot, um, and just trying to pick them up, play them by ear sort of thing, and yeah. So how do you go from that little boy that's sitting there playing the piano with grandpa and then, you know, having a few guitar lessons and really sort of developing that to playing at pubs and playing at weddings and playing on stages. Like how do you, how did it go from there to there? Um, well, it wasn't until probably four or five years ago now. So there was a big, I had a, so from when I first started playing music, like piano, guitar, I never, ever liked to sing. I hated singing in front of people. I was always shy and nervous. I just, yeah, I, I couldn't sing in front of people. And then I remember I we had an old cassette player once and I remember um, you used to be able to record on it and I recorded myself singing a song there once and I played it to mum and I was so embarrassed. But mum, mum actually, like for the first time, mum heard it and she said, um, 
it's actually not too bad. I, I never forgot that, but I never ever sort of did any more with it. Anyway, it was not until the last sort of four or five years. And I think I put it down to um, like it was pretty much when we started having, like when we had our first child, Ollie. From then on, I feel like I've just, um, yeah, had the confidence to be able to do anything. Like I've achieved like a, having a child, so why not have a crack at doing whatever you want to have a go at? Like that's a pretty big step to me. So do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, make me cry. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I put it down to, having the kids, I reckon, give me the confidence to be able to actually sing and perform in front of people. And, and yeah, I started singing and playing a bit of music in front of people and then sort of word got about and people just sort of kept saying how they really enjoyed it and how they liked it and it sort of just went further from there and it's just all been word of mouth. Do you remember what your first gig was? Uh, first first actual time I got up in front of people um, was actually at the driver's campfire in Bogabri. So yeah. my wife, Kayla, her, my in-laws, her mother and father, they've, they've got a big a big role they play in the driver's campfire and they happened to get me up on stage with a guitar and I just played a few songs there one afternoon. First time I've ever got up in front of anyone. Um, I was as nervous as hell. I didn't really know what I was doing. I had my song lists in front of me. I had them all printed out on bits of paper because I didn't have a laptop or anything or whatever and um, yeah, had it printed out and I just got up and I seen these songs. Anyway, I had nothing but really good feedback on it and yeah, sort of from there, word of mouth just got out. I had a, a lady come up to me that knew a lady that owned a shop in Gunnedah, a restaurant, and she said, I'm sure she'd love to have you in there play. Would you be interested in playing a paid gig? And I said, oh, that'd be that'd be great. I'd love to have a go at it. And I just I remember I remember thinking like the lead up to it, like this is so good. This this might be only, only ever time this ever happens, like getting paid to actually play music. This might never, ever happen again. So. I remember just thinking it and really taking it in and when I was playing the song there, like when I anyway, I got I got to the restaurant and set up and everything and I started playing music. I bought a little PA system, so a little cheap PA system and I started playing and I remember um just thinking like as in the moment like this is an absolute unreal experience. Like I'm actually I'm playing in front of people, I'm loving what I'm doing and at the end of the night I'm actually gonna get paid for it and I, I couldn't get over it. Like anyway, I had nothing but really Good comments again after that. So then all of a sudden it led on to something else. Um, I think I might have had another gig there a few weeks later. It might have been a Mother's Day thing, I think. And it sort of, I had quite a few. She supported me a fair bit, this um, lady at the restaurant. And it sort of went from there on. And I started getting parties and then playing at other venues and pubs. And it sort of just grew from there. Then I, I, I made enough money then to be able to go out and buy a, um, a better. PA system and whatnot and some better music gear and whatnot. So then I started getting sort of more into it and, yeah. What has it been like growing your music career while living on a farm? Because I know it's different for uh, people that are in the city that can, you know, I guess easily find the connections. But what's it been like for you being uh, living in a rural area? Uh, it's pretty full on. It's it's not bad. You get You do get a lot of time there at stages by yourself especially when you're on the tractor or you set out to do a job on the tractor like I do a lot of spraying and plowing and whatnot cultivating planting all sorts of things on the header so you're always got time to yourself where you can just think think of song ideas and think of songs that you want to learn and and um yeah and thanks to auto steer as well you get a fair bit of time where you can get on your phone and actually youtube what you want to hear and play I've always thought about um, buying like a smaller guitar so I could take it with me 
on the track there to learn these songs, but I haven't actually done that yet. But yeah, being on the farm, it's it's um, I think it's good. Like there's so many different things you can do. It's you're not just you're not just doing the same thing all the time. So therefore, your your mind's constantly thinking about all these different ideas. So it does help you when you want to, especially if you're sort of writing music or you want to. Yeah, not that I have written yeah. a lot yet, but I'm I'm definitely in the um process of writing a lot more of my own songs so yeah yes that's very exciting and we're definitely going to talk about that in a second so Mm. just on that rural living and you know having four beautiful kitties and a loving wife and you've got all the duties of the farm and you've got all the stuff happening and then your music career how do you balance it all and I hate that word I like to say embrace but how do you make it all work like how does it how does it happen? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. So it is. It is very hectic to a certain degree. But um, I'll put it down. I suppose I'm just. I am very lucky. I'm very lucky to have my wife. She's very, very supportive, and she allows me to be able to sort of chase my dreams, um, especially in my music career. I suppose you could call it. Um, I'm sort of forever grateful for what she does. Like we have four beautiful little kids, and I know that it's very, very tough. Um, looking after them as she does like she yeah day in day out every single day she manages the children and I sort of just try and go out and just try and make make the money and whatnot and to support us and the farm like all the farm work and everything it just sort of just comes naturally like I've been I've lived on the farm sort of all my life and and she's lived on the farm as well so she understands when there's things that got to be done that's just got to be done like things just don't wait when you're on the farm and yeah with the kids I'm just very lucky she's just she, I keep going back to Kayla, but she, yeah, she um, just makes it so easy for me to be able to go out and do my things, knowing that she's at home looking after them. Yeah, I am very lucky. Yeah. I put it down to luck, I suppose, and yeah, just having good support. <laughs> okay, so how do you find motivation and inspiration to, you know, for what you write with your songs? Um. It's a good question. Pretty much, yeah. Like I sort of said earlier, there when you, from when you get out of bed in the morning on the farm to when you go to bed, there's always something different happening. So there's, you're um, yeah, you're constantly your, your mind's just constantly thinking all the time. So therefore, I just try and yeah, throughout the day, if I can just try and jot down an idea or something that I see, I might write it down or. Where do you um, write it? Because are you like are you like mum and you have forty seven million sticky notes that you can't find? Yeah, I've actually I've got a little organized little, little notepad that I write in, or I might just write it in my in my phone or something if I happen to think of an idea. Um, yeah, but that's it's sort yeah. of just a matter of just writing down your ideas, just writing down things that you see. Like it doesn't have to be an exact thing that you you want to write about. It's just anything that you, you might just be different to your everyday sort of life that you're normal, that you, like you're used to, you just write down sort of thing. Okay. So I've got a big question for you. What would you say has been something that's just been really impactful for you that you've learned in your journey so far as a rural singer-songwriter that you could share with the listeners that might help them too? So what's like what's been the biggest impact for you, the biggest learning I suppose just having the confidence to get out and have a crack at it. Just do it. Just if you if you feel as though you you can write music or you can sing a song, just get out and have a go at it. Um, 
I know whenever I play a gig now these days, I mean, I'm I'm sort of trying to get out of it a bit, but I play quite a few pub gigs and that, and you see quite a few sites that um, you wouldn't normally see, I imagine. But I mean, people, there's that many, like, there's a lot of people you see, they get up and they sort of want to come up and have a sing, and, and they just get up and sing. And then it's the ones that sort of you can tell want to have a sing, but they're too nervous or too shy to get up and have a go and have a sing. And they're, and then you sort of get them to come up. You finally get them to loosen up and they come up and they actually sing and you, and you think, holy dooly, like you should be up here doing what I'm doing, like singing. Like it's, yeah, it's just having that confidence, I reckon. Like, yeah. So what would you say yeah. to somebody who is like that, who is absolutely scared, you know, out of their wits to actually just get the confidence to do something like that or just to overcome that fear of doing it? What would you say to them? How would you get them to come up? Just get up and have a go. What's what's the worst that can happen? Well, that's that's pretty much what I say. Yeah, it honestly is the best piece of advice, though, because sometimes we just need to be told that we just need to get up and do it. You know. All right, we've spoken about where you have come from and what has got you to where you are today. Can you please tell us about your new single? Yeah, right. Well, um, new single, my country song. Just a song, I pretty much just sat down there one night and I just wrote down out a, a big list of things that I love and things that mean really the most to me and I just thought, bugger, I'm going to put it into a song. I feel like there's another, a lot of, there's a heap of other people out there in my same situation, like on the farm, got the wife, got the children, flat out busy all the time, you know, just want to be able to get home and and just muck around with the kids and do all like do that sort of stuff. And there's just I, I thought that there's definitely a song there. I reckon that, yeah, it can relate to a lot of people. So that's pretty much what it's about. Yeah, and I mean like the main part of the song, obviously my country song. Like there's no better feeling. Um, I don't know if there's anyone listening that's yeah that that does this, plays music and whatnot, plays gigs. But I can guarantee you, when you're playing music and everyone's there having a good time. And then all of a sudden, like they all start singing along, like to what you're playing, and you can—they're really engaging. Like, there's no better feeling than that. And I'm really hoping to, um, if I can produce a bit more of my own music, to actually have people sing along with my music. I reckon that'd be an absolute unreal feeling. So that's sort of how the song yeah. come along. So, hmm. yeah, I love that, Sambo. It's such a beautiful answer to that question, and the song really is just. And I mean, I'm your sister, so, you know, I'm going to say it, but it's incredible. So can I ask you to share just a tiny little snippet of it with us? Yeah, definitely. Sure can. I can do that bit quite easy. Not <laughs> <laughs> a snippet of my country song. In the fire that burns so brightly And when I play it in a band I work it with my hands The music is loud and strong I love it when the crowd sings along To my country So Yeah, yeah My country 
It gives there me goosebumps <laughs> every single time I hear that song. Literal goosebumps. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Okay, so we've heard where you've come from and where you're at right now. So what does the future look like for Sam Snape? Yeah, well, I'm pretty much just sort of probably going to keep winging it. I mean, I've been winging it quite a fair bit pretty much since I started, but I'd like to see, um, yeah, obviously I want to write a lot like more of my own music, get more of my own music out there. It's, I've had such great feedback just these last couple of days since I've put the song out there and, um, yeah, so it's definitely definitely want to head further and bigger and get bigger and better and with the music. Yeah, mm. awesome. It's very exciting. The future is very bright and I know we're all um, just absolutely amazed by what you're doing and what you've created because I still see you and I uh, will never forget that uh, home video that mum has of you when you're in your nappy singing, um, what's the auctioneer song <laughs> that you were singing as a kid? Oh, sold. Yeah, yeah sold by the... John Michael kept, Montgomery, yeah. You kept pushing that on and singing that as a little kid and I just, yeah, I see you now standing on a stage singing to all these people and then watching your little kitties <laughs> in their nappies singing along to your songs and it's just beautiful to see and it's so nice to see that you've pursued your dreams and you're just going for it. Hmm, very <laughs> proud. No, thanks, Ty. So, okay, I know the listeners will want to connect with you. So how can they do that? How can they listen to your song? How can they connect with you, reach out to you if they have questions? Uh, pretty much, yeah. If you, if you want to connect um, with me, if you want to check me out, get on Facebook or Instagram, um, type in at Sam Snape Artist. Uh, yeah, pretty all your favorite sort of streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, you'll get my latest single there. And that's pretty much it, yeah. If you want to uh, message me, get on like Messenger or Instagram or whatever, and you can message me through that as well. So, mm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been such an honor to interview my little brother. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for having me. <laughs> I'm sending you the biggest thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that it gave you a little creative burst for your day. If you don't want to miss out on future episodes, then hit subscribe and I would be so appreciative if you left me a review. If you would like to connect with me, ask a question or chat more about today's topic, then head on over to Instagram and send me a DM at I am Taylor Marie. Alrighty guys, speak soon. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys oh, so it's not it's <laughs> zip it sorry <laughs> are Go. you ready yeah hey guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah right go on <laughs> this is what it's like i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs>